Hello, every fighter, and welcome back to the Fighting Game Cast, the podcast for newcomers to the fighting game scene. If you hear the word Okezeme and want to reply with Dokezeme, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Zach the Fistcake, and we got a nerdy episode for you today as we talk about netcodes. No, please don't go. Please, God, no, don't go. Please, no. (laughs) But uh, before we get too deep into that, let me thank you, the listener, for listening and subscribing. As of this recording, we are currently at 45 subscribers, which is like 10 more than the last time I edited this. So that's that's pretty cool. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much, and I hope this is a very helpful and entertaining podcast for you. Also, the Altercation Association is slowly growing. Shout out to Crimson Albedo and Kurgio. Kurgio? I'll have to figure out your name. You'll have to you'll have to let me know in the Discord. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for joining the war on fighters. Or fights. The war on fights. Thank you guys for joining the war on fights. Uh, <laughs> if you are interested in becoming an altercation associate, then join the Discord at bit.ly slash fighting game cast. Bit.ly slash fighting game cast. I'll fight you. I'll fight every single one of you. I'll fight anybody who shows up to the Discord. With the shameless shout-out and shameful plugs out of the way, let's get into this round of the podcast. In case you couldn't tell from the episode's title, we're going to be discussing rollback and why only the best games have it. After that, I'll be uh, shouting out another helpful resource to the FGC, uh, and then we're going to end the whole thing by sharing my experiences with them's fighting herds. So, you know, ready up. Select your palette, and let's go! So here's the deal. In order to fight people online, you gotta ask the net for some codes. Fortunately, you can get it by the entrance to the International Internet Tubeway under the statue of Al Gore shaking Ted Stevens' hand. Now the net's either gonna give you delay-based net code or the rollback net code. Delay-based net code is the OG, and to put it gently, is better than nothing? Kind of. (laughs) The way it works is when the inputs, aka the punches, kicks, etc. The inputs of a remote player arrive late. Uh, The game delays the inputs of the local player the same time to synchronize the two inputs and run them simultaneously. Which is already annoying for the most part because you're not getting instant feedback from pressing a button. So when you press punch, it's not like coming out as soon as you press punch. And in case you couldn't tell by the fact that like the game has to wait for both signals to proceed with the game, uh, you can you can probably imagine that the worse the connection is, the longer the delay is. And this part is from the Wikipedia article explaining uh, net, uh, delay-based netcode. <clears throat> and if the latency between players is so high that the remote player's input cannot be sent into a buffer of, say, 3 frames, 48 milliseconds, the game must wait, causing the screens to, quote-unquote, freeze. A delay-based netcode does not allow the simulation to continue until it receives the inputs from all the players in the frame in question. Because this delay can be variable, this causes a more inconsistent and unresponsive experience compared to offline play, and can negatively affect player performance in timing-sensitive and fast-paced genres such as, mm, fighting games. And so that's pretty much, I mean, that's what we had for a while, uh, until about 2006, when uh, Tony Cannon, one of the infamous Cannon brothers, I need to do more research on them, 
uh, had enough of this shit and came up with a GGPO later that year. So the same year Tony Cannon saw a problem, he was like, yeah, I'm going to fix this. I, I, uh, I admire that kind of dedication. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'll make my own internet and it's going to be better than yours. Oh, also fun fact, uh, GGPO stands for good game, peace out. Nothing fancy, nothing complicated, but that is a naming convention that I enjoy. <laughs> uh, GGPO uses the rollback net code, which <clears throat> another uh, quote from the Wikipedia article. <clears throat> Instead of waiting for inputs to be received from other players before simulating the next frame, GGPO predicts the inputs they will send and simulates the next frame without delay using that assumption. So it kind of works like this. So instead of waiting for your punch button and your opponent's walking forward button input to continue the fight, it's just going to assume your opponent is still walking forward until it receives a different input like a jump or something. So let's say you're walking backwards, your opponent's walking towards you, and they decide to jump. Then it will autocorrect to that input, and in most cases, it's barely noticeable. I think I've noticed this a few times, but it was nothing so crazy that I couldn't react to it. Like, generally, like, somebody would be blocking, and then suddenly they're throwing out a punch, but it's not like... It's not compared to, to delay-based netcode, where you're frozen for 10 seconds, and then, out of nowhere, your opponent's on the other side of the screen, you're punching, like, the right side of the screen, and both players are wondering what the hell happened. Like, why am I... If you're, if you're there, how did I get here? So that's all the nerd talk I'm going to do, because gross nerd talk... Uh, but if you want a better and uh, probably quicker explanation of rollback netcode, uh, check out Core A Gaming's video about it that they made last year. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Now, even though we've had this technology for years, it's only now being implemented by the big fighting game makers out there. On the west side of the world, uh, the fighting game developers have been putting rollback into their game since we have highly variable internet and... As we all know, that's because of the deal that Al Gore and Ted Stevens made with the devil so we can even have internet. So thank you again, Ted Stevens and Al Gore. I appreciate you guys. However, on the east side of the world, where the big boys of fighting game making, uh, they have god-tier internet access everywhere. So delay-based netcode is no issue for them. And, you know, why would they invest in a technology that's harder to implement and is only really beneficial to the rest of the world. Like, for money? Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's one reason. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, money wasn't reason enough. Uh, the FGC nerds from across the world had to raise their hands up and yell, you know, please let me play games with my friends. Please, I'm begging you. For years. Until... Their prayers were answered in the form of the pandemic, you know, so that, that was kind of fucked up FGC guys. But um, I understand. I totally get it because have you played Smash Ultimate online ever one match? Oof. That's a oh, my God, that's a that's a fucking thing. We will play Smash Ultimate. Don't worry. We will experience this pain together at some point. But so pandemic happened. Local stopped happening, so nobody could fight each other in person because, you know, diseases. And fighting game companies finally relented, and we're starting to get more rollback netcode into video games, into bigger video games. Uh, 
Arc System Works, the developers of a lot of fighting games, are putting a rollback into Guilty Gear Strive, which is coming out later this year, and even retrofitted Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear? Guilty Gear. Is that just like a seagull with a gear? I don't understand. Um, Arc System Works, the, the, the developers of um, a lot of fighting games off the top of my head, Guilty Gear, Dragon Ball Fighters, um, BB Tag. They make a lot of anime fighter games, which is usually like the bigger fighting games. Um, anyways, they're putting rollback into their newest game, Guilty Gear Strive, which will be coming out later this year. And they even retrofitted Guilty Gear Accent Core with rollback as well. And that's also fun. I, I need to play some more of that. We'll probably explore some Accent Core at some point. I don't know if it'll be before Strive, but, you know, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Tekken 7 also apparently has rollback. Um, and that's all I will say about that for now. <laughs> because I, uh, I'm a little sus, as the kids say. I'm a little sus of Tekken 7's uh, rollback. So the long and the sweet and the short of it is be thankful you have rollback netcode because back in my day, the netcode had to go uphill both ways just so I could punch a dude. Last episode, I gave my original inspiration to play fighting games Wooly Madden, a shout out for his Get Into Fighting Games The Newcomer series. Its first episode was just released. Last episode he was working on it, but he didn't have he didn't release an episode yet. Um, he just released the first episode, and he walks his fiance through some Persona 4 Ultimax. But that was last episode, and this episode is okay. So if you want to check out Persona 4 Ultimax, or if you just want to see if you're just interested in uh, how Wooly kind of guides a newcomer to play fighting games, I highly recommend that uh, video. It's pretty cool. I've watched about a third of it. I need to finish watching it today. So go check out that episode. But that shout out was from last episode. And this episode is this episode. So let's get into this episode. This episode. This episode. I'm going to shout out a podcast slash discord community that I think is worth checking out. And that is the FGC Hollywood. And before I talk about them, I'll let them speak for themselves via their podcast description. <clears throat> FGC Hollywood is a fighting game podcast where Max Splicer and Pringle the One speak the truth about fighting games, its community, and everything in between. We're the new Hollywood, the little guys making the climb up. Hey, yeah, that's, uh, like they said, they're a fairly new podcast, I think. What's their newest episode? Let me check my phone, because I am subscribed to them. And so I think they're on episode 26, and they don't host every week. So they've been around for, I think, less than a year, I want to say. I mean, obviously, it's... <laughs> Anyways, um... I've been hanging on their discords, checking out like what the what the community's like. Bunch of cool dudes in there, it seems like. I played some of them fighting herds with uh, some of the peeps in there, and it's a very very fun experience. Uh, I played with I can't remember the name, but we were pretty much both 
fairly new at the game. Like, I think we both just got off the tutorial. I don't know. It was like we're past the tutorial, but we're not at intermediate. We're still somewhere between like beginner and intermediate. Begin immediate. Beginner immediate. Hmm. Anyways, so the Discord's cool. Mac and Pringle, uh, the host of the podcast, also have way more experience when it comes to fighting game stuff. And generally the people in the Discord do as well. So if you have any questions or like if you want to actually get um, more experienced answers about fighting game stuff, I highly recommend checking them out. Uh, go, I'll put a link to their podcast and their Discord in the show notes below. Oh yeah, and quick story time. I forgot to even mention this. Uh, <laughs> when I started listening to podcasts again earlier this year because I started a data collection job, um, I downloaded and listened to an episode of FGC Hollywood. And they were talking about on there how there's like a lot of fighting game streamers, but there's not a lot of like fighting game podcasts. And I'll even go out as far as to say there's not a lot of good fighting game podcasts. And, and by that, I mean a lot of podcasts out there just don't have good audio quality. Or at the very least, uniform audio quality. And by that, I mean, say you are doing a podcast with like you and two other people. It's it's jarring for me, and I imagine other people, to listen to something where one person sounds like they're right there next to you because of really good audio quality, and then there's a like a Discord call guy in the back and like trying to talk, but he's cutting out, you know, half of his words because of Discord, or it just sounds like he's talking through a fucking a toilet paper roll and a string, and then there's like a guy doing a Skype call just completely botching the whole thing with just static and all other kinds of shit. So a, a quick tip out there for other podcasts, or if you plan on making a podcast and you want me to listen to it, I <laughs> um, just make it like uniform audio quality or I preferably good uniform audio quality, but at the very least, a uniform audio quality, so it's not so jarring for people to listen to. Sorry, that was uh, my little podcast tip of the day. Um, so yes, FGC Hollywood, they got good audio quality. There's another one that we'll talk about. Well, there's a couple more that we'll talk about uh, in the future. But for now, FGC Hollywood, go check them out. You can, I think you can find them on any podcasting app, but I'll put links in the show note. Um. I also recommend checking them out if you couldn't get a, enough of them's fighting herds and you didn't want to hang out in the them's fighting herds discord. Uh, Mac and a few others in the FGC Hollywood are big uh, fighting herds fans. So if you uh, so if you wanted more of that uh, uh, high tail <laughs> pun intended action, uh, go check them out. Speaking of violent ponies, dragons, and pirate goats, let's get hoofing to the Altercation, Altercation Association. Association. So, Them's Fighting Herds is a fighting game developed by Main Six and published by Humble Bundle. And it is a very fun fighting game. Now, I, I understand if you're like, well, there's just, you know, it's about cutesy animals doing cutesy stuff and 
occasionally punching each other. Like literally one one person's command grab is a kiss of some sort. Uh, it's just like a smooch on the cheek. And, you know, you're grossed out. And the opponent's grossed out because, you know, a stranger just kissed you on the cheek. Um, anyways, it, it's a very cutesy fighting game, but it is a lot of fun. I, have, I haven't played a, a four-button fighting game. I mean... I've kind of figured out that I think I enjoy four button fighting games more than the six one, but but it's a four button fighting game, which I think is perfect for uh, newcomers to the the fighting game scene because it's about two less buttons to worry about than uh, other you know like six the six button fighting games such as Killer Instinct, Street Fighter, uh, and other ones that use the three punch three kick button setup. But uh, compared this to Killer Instinct. Uh, there's a lot more variety of, of players online and there's usually like, there's a, a, a lobby system, which, you know, lobbies are hit or miss, but this lobby system I actually think is kind of cool. Cause it's like a little world that you can kind of explore. And there's also just like the default lobbies you can check out too, where it's just like a list and, you, and the, it just has like a list of names. But the lobbies I'm talking about, the pixel lobbies, uh, they're a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people are on there usually every evening. There's usually about two or three full servers every evening, and that's about 28 a server. So it's about 70 plus players off the top of my head. <laughs> um, and so the, the, the scene is thriving. Uh, there's a lot of players there. You're going to always find a fight, no problem whatsoever. Oh, and in the lobbies... There's like different ways you can uh, fight people. In the lobbies, there's a, a system called salt, which is basically a currency you can earn by uh, fighting people for treasure chests over treasure chests. Like a treasure chest will pop down on the lobby. And if you get to it and somebody else gets to it, then you both fight for the treasure chest, which also um, gives you more salt if you do that. You can also just grab it with, before anybody else notices it. But uh, that doesn't give you as much salt, so it kind of encourages you to, you know, try to play with other people. And there's also, like, a battle shrine system where basically it's, like, king of the hill. You just, you and, like, six other people lobby up or ready up on a little battle area. And the loser loser of the fight goes to the, bot the back of the line. The next person goes up, yada, yada, yada. So there's like multiple ways to fight people. You can also just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, I'm going to fight you. The only downside of the lobby, uh, the pixel lobbies, is that for some that there's like a, a default chat. Like you can just walk in and just start talking, which I don't think that's a huge deal. That's just a me thing. But uh, the cool part is that they can you can kind of mitigate that by going to the options and switching which... Uh, uh, voice chat room you want to talk in. There's like the default voice chat and there's like f the other rooms you can just hang out in. Or not rooms. I guess it's like um, frequencies, I guess would be the easier way to describe it. Because you're not physically changing locations. Anyways, it's it, it's it's still a cool system. I enjoy the pixel lobbies. Highly recommend that. Also, fun fact, it has rollback. That's right. Another game that has rollback. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine about that this game uh this game has rollback. That's pretty cool. Uh one of the earlier The only thing I really didn't get to touch are well, a couple things. I didn't touch the the story mode. 
Well, I guess I did touch it. I played it for 10 minutes, and it's not the typical arcade story mode. It's like an actual story mode, which is cool. But I, I was kind of like expecting an arcade thing because I only had time for like, well, you know, I can do like a few quick fights and then I got to go do something. And then there's like a cutscene, and then there's like platform jumping. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't have time for this now, but I will check it out at some point. I mean, kudos to uh, to Main Six just for switching it up, just to be like, yeah, we we know uh, fighting game stories are weird, so let's just make a cool one. Because I think it kind of gives you more bang for your buck that way. But maybe that's just me. So yes, healthy healthy scene. There's a lot of people playing. You can usually, um, I've noticed it about like eight my time is usually when the servers are popping off. Eight Central Standard Time. So if you're interested in playing with other people, that would be the time to go check it out. But for the most part, like even throughout the day, uh, there's a few people generally playing. Uh, you can find a few scufflers out there. So I haven't touched the, the story mode. Haven't touched the salt mines. That's the other thing. There's like a whole other mode called like the salt mines or something. And I, I, I haven't I didn't get a chance to check it out. But uh, it's, from what I understand, basically a character plays as like a boss character or something and you do, it, it, I don't know, uh, well, I'll have to check out a video or something of it at some point. Or I can just continue playing Them's Fighting Herds. Hmm. <laughs> I think I will. I think, I, I think I'll keep Them's Fighting Herds in my little back pocket here. But after this, we got to focus on the next altercation association game. So, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be, uh, interesting to balance the two, but we'll figure it out as we go from there. So yes, let me check my notes again and make sure I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Active community, check rollback, check healthy discords. There is a discord for the, uh, them's fighting herds. Um, uh, it's on like, they, they even like show it in the game. Like it, like the title screen loads up or like the, the, the publisher screen loads up like, Oh, main six. And then it's like, join the discord at blah, 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 blah. So they, they, uh, they give you a link, but, um, if you're interested, I'll put a link in the show notes too, just to make it simpler for everybody. And I think that's really all. I mean, I, I guess to talk about the fighting game itself, uh, I played as Shanty, and she's a lot of fun. She's a, I believe, she's a rushdown character, and I think one of the coolest things about her is that you can just, she has like a charge up move, which basically, you double tap down, press the A button, and she'll go either A, I, or I, yeah, something like that. Anyways. The longer you hold down the button, the more charge you get and the more powerful the the eye is. So she'll like shout eye and people that are with like within range will get stunned and uh, pushed back. Yada, yada, yada. That's really cool. And you do those to uh, use her uh, her running system, which basically if you press the special button, she starts running and she has like different moves in that stance as well. She can also <laughs> as a goat, she can. <laughs> <laughs> she can uh, jump on walls and run around those and like do different attacks from those all in all a really fun uh, character to play I enjoyed her a lot and a lot of people were playing her because she's like the first official DLC well not official she's just the first DLC character ever for the game so she was just a lot of fun to play in general and I think that's kind of what helped me enjoy the game more is that 
it was just it was fun to play and I was flaying I was flaying I was flailing a lot there was a lot of flailing not to, not not to not to lie <laughs> there was a <laughs> I, I've definitely won some and I definitely lost a few uh, matches online there um no, what I really enjoyed doing was watching, like, joining those battle shrines and watching other shanty players play and be like, oh, okay. Like, you know, Kiru, Kiryu and, like, Yakuza 3 or whatever it is where he sees something. He's like, oh, that's rad. And then he develops a, a new move or fighting style or whatever. It was pretty much like that. It was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I could do that move. I'll incorporate that some more. Uh, there's a there's a, a wide variety of character. Well, not a wide variety, but there's like each character is uniquely different. That also kind of makes it a lot of fun. But yes, the the fighting game itself is fun, and the community and resources surrounding the fighting game are good. It's got rollback netcode, and it's oh the tutorial system. Okay, there is one more thing. The tutorial system is amazing because it, what it, it does is basically it'll walk you through the basics. And then you can do character-specific tutorials. And then you can do advanced stuff and then advanced character stuff. And really, if you if you do like a, you know, every time you do a session, if you just play like one or two lessons, you'll, uh, you'll learn the game pretty quickly. And it's really not that hard. Uh, it's one of those that has like a low skill level to get in, but like a high skill ceiling because there's like... Uh, it's one of those, it's one of the fighting games that have the push block where if you block and somebody attacks you, you can push them back or you can do like some kind of special thing, which allows you to like push them farther back or something like that. Uh, it, it, there's a lot to it, but they do a good job of kind of like walking you through the entire process and they'll like the tutorial itself is very detailed and, uh, uh, informative, but kind of keeps the allows you to experiment a little bit, you know, It'll, there's generally like, okay, you have to do these to progress to the next lesson, but after you're done, you can, you know, mess around with these buttons some more and see what they do. Um, so I highly like, honestly, I highly recommend playing them's fighting herds. If you just want to play a good four button fighting game, if that's what you're in for fighting herds has got you. Um, but you're also into cutesy animal stuff. It's also a great game for that. <laughs> so, yes, I really enjoyed them's fighting hurts. I'll probably still keep playing it. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. And yeah, that'll do it for this week's altercation association. All right, everybody, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Let me hit you with all the links that and let's see if I can remember them off the top of my head. We have the discord, which you can check out at bit.ly slash fighting game cast. Um, check out the Twitter at fighting cast or fight cast. Excuse me. Send questions or emails or if you just want to say, hey, what's up? Uh, send an email to fightinggamecast at gmail.com. And yeah, I think that's it for the links um the altercation association game for this uh following two weeks will be power rangers battle for the grid and this is also a fun one because like them's fighting herds it has rollback 
It's a four button fighting game. Um, there's there's a couple differences. One, it's not you're not fighting with ponies. You're fighting with Power Rangers. That's one. <laughs> I guess there's three differences if I if I include that. So there's that. Uh, it's a it's a team game. So you have like two other characters that you can uh, tag in or out or use assists with. So that's pretty cool. And three, something I didn't really realize until I started messing around with it, but it has very simple special moves. And meaning that you don't even have to do like quarter circle stuff. Uh, you can just press one direction and like a special button. And that's like a move. You don't even have to like do quarter circle special or, uh, you know, back quarter circle twice, 360, uh, light, light punch, heavy punch, you know. <laughs> so if anything, I think it's just a bit simpler than them's fighting hurts, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll mess around with it. And yeah. Oh, and one more thing. It's completely cross platform. Uh, switch PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Stadia, fucking Stadia <laughs> and like other games, other consoles or whatever. Uh, if you, if you have it on one, you can play a friend that's on another or, you know, it just, it just it, there's just, uh, you can, you can play with anybody, which honestly is a really cool feature that all video games should have, not just fighting games, but just all multiplayer video games should invest in. But so yes that will do it for this week's episode thank you again for listening i know this one's a little bit shorter it's harder for me to ramble without somebody to kind of guide my rambles so that's why i'm trying to keep it short and simple before i drive myself and or you crazy with uh <laughs> with this podcast but um yes thank you all everybody for checking it out and uh, I will uh, fight you next round. Ding, ding. <laughs>